awesome. What kind of dogs do you guys have? Uh, so I have a boxer and a <clears throat> so he's a Boston Terrier bulldog beagle mix. Wow! And we were just he talking. looks like a he looks like a mini boxer. And we were just cool. talking about him because uh, I saw him, and he's getting thick, like he's double thick. K. He's a double puppy. K thick. I was just <laughs> washing a glass in his sink and uh, had my pants almost pulled down by him because he jumped up on me from behind. <laughs> Wow. Rude. <laughs> rude. Very, very rude. Very rude. He's friendly. Uh, and then I have a uh, French Bulldog Boston Terrier mix uh, named Bruce Wayne, and his eyes look in different directions, and it's fantastic. <laughs> I love that that's his name. That rocks. Good. <laughs> First and last. We got to give it to him all the time. My favorite thing is when we bring him to the vet, I make him say the whole name. And then when they're like, are you Bruce Wayne's parents? And we're like, no, they're dead. <laughs> Well, that's one way. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know, we just met, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're in store for. That's that's what we do. I mean, Bruce Wayne, his parents. Yeah, we're his Alfred. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. <laughs> I did it before. It said three, two. Yeah, you jumped right in, and I was waiting for the – I was looking at the three, two, one. I was totally not looking at that. Yeah, we have a countdown every We have time. a countdown. It's right over there. We hit on this. start recording. So the monitor here, there's a monitor here. Yeah. But there's also a monitor here. Yeah. Well, and if you look at where we are positioned in the room, like you're kind of looking at that monitor, and I'm kind of looking at that one. So I see that three, two, one right away. Yeah, I, I'm usually more conscientious. Are you conscientious? Conscientious. Conscientious. Is that a, that's a word, right? It is sort of conscientious. There is a word. Conscientious. There's a correct word. And it it exists out it there. Exists. Welcome to Bacon's <laughs> My Podcast. Welcome <laughs> everyone to Bacon's My Podcast. Today's episode Flemmy. brought to you by Poddex. DrinkWildBills.com and GrillYourAssOff.com where you can get 10% off your entire order by using the promo code BACON. Because everything is better with bacon. Also, we are brought to you by the lovely people over at Manscaped.com where they keep you confident. They make, they make your marble shiny. They do. They make you nicer. They do make you nicer. Cleaner, as a nicer, cleaner, and, and as a as a guy, I use everything. But also, also, if you use the lawnmower, the lawnmower is also appropriate for females. It is. It is. I use the lawnmower. I'm not a female. I'm not a female. Wait, but, you're not a female. But I'm not. Oh shit! Not currently. Um, huh. They they work well. They work for anyone with hair. Right. Anyone anyone any that's hair, got hair anywhere below the waist, go for it. It's wonderful. Check it out. The less nooks and crannies you have, the better. Mm -hmm. But also, if you have lots of nooks and crannies, doesn't matter. I got a cranny. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because Manscaped has it all taken care of you. And um, if you use the promo code 
bacon pod. You mm-hmm. get 20% off. And free shipping. You get free shipping. And you can even use it on the ultra premium line, which is pretty cool because it does the shampoo. It does the, the body wash. It does some uh, wonderful lip balm. Which I, currently, I, I currently have Manscaped shampooed hair. Yeah, and it smells lovely. It does smell lovely. It smells I didn't lovely. want to be a perv and be like, your smell, your hair smells <laughs> your, great. Your hair smells so good. But uh, no, it smells good. Yeah, we're in close proximity, so we're you can always totally close, smell my hair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I have it. And it, not only does it smell good, like um, when I, like I'm growing my hair currently, mm-hmm. so it's a little bit longer. So uh, for dudes with long hair and also for ladies with long hair or long-ish hair, uh, it doesn't leave it heavy. It doesn't leave it like built up. It feels really nice. It smells good. It's a shampoo conditioner combo. I don't know mm. everybody. That's not everybody's bag. Uh, I'm trying it right now until I'm done with the Manscaped stuff. Usually yeah. I don't do that, but I haven't missed it. I haven't been like, oh right. man, I need a conditioner. I need an extra really nice. step, right? In my process, feels really good. Feels it's good. great. Uh, so we believe in the products. You should believe in the products too. So go ahead, check them out. Before we get into our episode with the band Stud Count, yeah, what we need to do is round this month out. Mm-hmm. It's the last day of Rivals Awareness Month. Yes, Rivals Appreciation! Indeed. So let's kick it over to that segment that happened at a completely separate date from the yeah. very first one, the very first day. What are you guys one doing? One month ago. Right now, currently, guys. So... Here we are again. Oh, are you in? Are you maybe? <laughs> You're are in? You in? That's it. Ha! We're in. Look at that shit. Holy fuck! Hey! Uh, hey! Oh, see, she did it. Hey! it works. See how much it, it works. works. Everybody it totally works. All right, rivals. We're winding down towards the end of the month. Kaylee, it's gonna work. All sorts of what's that? I said, Kaylee, it's gonna work. It's 100%, gonna work. I'm telling you. It's gonna totally. I'm work. Telling you, use that shit. Uh. So we, we talked about what can we expect from a rival show in terms of like song picking. Now you got two records. You got, uh, you know, a bunch of singles. You got your EP. What are you going to pick? What are you, what are you going to tell? Well, what are you playing? Yeah, how are you structuring like, this set? It's hard, man. I'm going to tell you that right now. It's hard to pick. We have a lot of really good songs. Yeah, like, you do. Yeah. Not to brag, but like we have a lot of really good songs, and we have a lot of people who like a lot of really different songs. Yeah. Um, so Wait, it kind I, of does. I got this one. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> to an- uh, He's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> to answer our song picking question, uh, it'll be mostly uh, downstrokes and then maybe some back and forth, but. Uh... <laughs> oh my God, damn it. <laughs> Yes. Nice. Nice. We needed a bad dad joke. We needed it. <laughs> gotcha. Loved it. Josh, if, Josh, if you were at the studio, you might have been able to. But it, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and not on set, 7-11 right? for some reason. Right here. Um, yeah. Uh, it's just hard. It's hard to pick. Um, typically, we play like our biggest songs. Um, sometimes we just don't. If we don't feel like it, to be honest. Uh, do you guys do you guys do the same set every night or do you guys kind of yeah. like do you okay yeah. now when you were making that set were you like okay here's the here's the popular songs or here's the ones with the most views 
and we will only pick from that or were you like, okay, here's like the two biggest ones and then let's pick the ones that we think work with that musically or how did yeah, you go about that? We definitely don't play only our, like, our, do we play low? We playing low? I don't think we are. No. Um, <laughs> and that's one of our biggest songs and just cause we don't want to, you know? Okay. All right. Okay. Um, I want to cut over it so badly out of this set, but it is our big, second biggest song. So yeah. I cannot take that one out. Why do you want to cut it? Oh, I'm to jump one more fucking time. I'm going <laughs> <laughs> to There, There are a lot of calisthenics involved oh, in, in that song. It really sucks having a song people like. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> so, so when you see them live, they do the they do the jump thing. We they jump. do the and jump the, and and that's something that like we've talked about in in like a number of my bands. I'm sure you guys have done it too. Right. Uh, you guys committed to it, and it and it actually works. Uh, I, it sucked. I'm like, it's I'm hard. Rivals, <laughs> yeah, it's hard. I'm good. Rivals is and a like, lot of aerobics. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. And I like got to the point where I learned how to sing the song jumping. So like I was, I knew when to fluctuate my voice. Right. At what Plan, point your breaths. Plan your breath. Like <laughs> make sure that my notes stood even. I, it was lots of shows jumping. <laughs> I mean, we all were pretty thin back then. So could have been. Well, COVID that. happened and we all, you know, there was the COVID-19 that we all gained. <laughs> going, going back on tour will change that. Mm -hmm. I'm sure. Oh yeah. 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 I'm Sweet. slowly patrolling. Do you when you rehearse? Do you rehearse as if it's a live show? Do you do all the jumping and all the moving and everything in in a rehearsal that you do for a live show? Or are you like, <laughs> yeah, let's just play it? No. <laughs> no. Most of the time, it's just the standing there, and we all have our interviews in. We're all just like, I have, I'm on my mic, and I'm like, <laughs> and they're all like, <laughs> and Josh nice. is back, like, exactly like that, too. Exactly no, like it's that. Pretty Same, woo -woo. So you finish your rehearsals, and you're like, we're totally ready for a tour. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, we're never ready. <laughs> we, yeah, I would, one thing I would say is Rivals is like the king of like, yeah, we'll figure it out. Right. Totally unprepared. Ah, dude, that's what rock and roll is, man. Yeah. Rock and roll is figuring it out. You know? Yeah. Like we've never played dark matter together. <laughs> like, I don't really? Oh no. shit. Yeah. Uh, that's... Like we wrote it and then Is like, it but it's not it's it. not actually the today's the first day we're playing with the backtracks. Yeah. Okay. All right. And we leave in yeah. like a week. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That thing that uh, that 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 make it said. Mm -hmm. um, to uh, they're out on tour right now. Yeah, yeah. They're out on tour right now. They're finishing up. They can't be bothered to do this every time. They can't do this every time. They did but it. they but, did it already. But I will say this: coming in the month of May, we do have a tasting. Happening with them. We've talked about it for a few episodes. It's going to yeah. happen. Um, we don't know what it's going to be yet, but it's going to be entertaining because yeah, we're, we're going to torture them. Destroy the mouth. Relentlessly. We're going to destroy the mouth holes yes. of rivals. Um, so that's going to be fun. It's going to be good. It's going to be f fantastic. It's going to be great funny. contact. 
it's going to be funny. Yeah. Because if nothing else, we destroy ourselves. And, right. And, and people like when we it might destroy suck. ourselves. It might totally suck. But it'll hopefully be funny. Yeah. And that's all that matters. Exactly. To me, so, anyway. This week, we do, or this episode, this f- this episode in the month of <laughs> April. Is it is it in April? It's in April. All right. We've got the band Stud Count. Holy crap, it's April. Uh, Stud Count has a new single, Talking to You. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a cool band. They're, they're not cool pop band. punk. They're not pop punk. They're power p- pop punk? Power pop Power punk? punk? Power punk pop. Power punk pop. I don't know. We talk about it in the episode. Yeah. You'll hear about it. You'll check it out. Um, I will say that uh, Matthew is is definitely the most intelligent person I've ever spoken to in my entire life. Yes, um, and I know that because he said so. he told me that that's he what he was, so. uh, and I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate confidence in one's mental prowess. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he talked down to me a few times <laughs> here and there. <laughs> So why don't you be the judge of that? Yeah, you let us know if he talked down let to us, us or know if he was in just the full of shit. Let or us if know. Just, you know, whatever. Check out that interview right now. Now. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick timeout. Uh, we want to tell you all about our awesome sponsor, Manscaped. Manscaped.com. Uh, we've been telling you about them since the beginning of the year. We've been users for years. Uh, but now they've put out the new Ultra Premium Collection. And what the Ultra Premium Collection includes is a two-in-one shampoo conditioner, a body wash, a hydrating body spray, deodorant, and lip balm. And uh, what you do is you go to the pro, uh, to the shopping cart yep. you put all your things in there yep. and when you're done you use a promo code bacon pod and you get 20 percent off and free shipping i'm gonna stop for one second and i'm just gonna let you guys know that i've actually been using this stuff for the last two weeks i got my order two weeks ago and i've been using it every day and so i'm just gonna give you a super fast review the shampoo conditioner is awesome. My hair feels great. It doesn't feel dry. It's not loaded down. It's not weighted down. And it, it actually feels really good. The body wash is awesome. It lathers up really great. I use a very little bit of it. I'm kind of like a uh, sponge guy, so I'll put it on the sponge, loofah, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, and it's awesome. The, uh, the surprise for me has been the uh, the body spray. Mm-hmm. It's really awesome. I never used anything like that before. I got it and I was like, ah, what's this going to do? I'll tell you what, as a person with tattoos, man, my arms feel dry every now and then. And sometimes for you of you that have tattoos, you understand that like when it gets dry, you start to feel like a raised up area for where mm-hmm. your tattoo was. This actually, it smells great and it feels great and it keeps you hydrated. My hands, my arms, my tattoos, that's what I've really used it on. I haven't done the whole body or anything like that. Uh, I do use all the other products. I use the crop preserver. I use the foot spray at night. I don't use it during the day because it the might The reviver as well wet. for a midday spritz. Yeah, 100%. Uh, that is the, not included in this, but the wipes are key. You can all use. This stuff. Oh, here we go. Here we go. We got the wipes too. Yep. You can use all this stuff um, and you can get 20% off on all of these things. And of course, their flagship Lawnmower 4.0, which I was skeptical. I had the 3.0. Mm-hmm. They gave us a 4.0. I was like, how much better could it be? 
It's better. It's way better. I've nicked my sack on the 3.0. And I've nicked my sack zero times on the 4.0. Right. So go ahead. Go to manscaped.com. Use the promo code BACONPOD. Get 20% off. Get free shipping. And support a really awesome brand that we believe in. And support the show a little bit. It's really good, guys. I don't care. If it's not good, I'd tell you. Because I don't care. Right. So doesn't matter to me. But honestly, like I'd use this stuff whether we had a discount or not. And I use our promo discount because that's what we have. <laughs> so have the same discount that we do. Indeed. And go over to manscaped.com and use bacon pot as your discount. I'm Michael Scarabino from the band Quiet. You can find us anywhere at bandofquiet.com. We play alternative rock music. If you love bands like Muse, Coldplay, and Bring Me the Horizon, I think you'll like us. You are listening to Bacon is my podcast. Well, uh, if it, honestly, if you guys are at So What Fest, it looks like we're going to be working press for So What. So yeah, so we'll see that. We'll meet up hopefully. Yes. Ooh. Are you? Are you got which? Find some bacon related things. Yeah. Yes. We're in. What? What? What day are you guys playing? Saturday. Uh, okay, cool. Some 41 day. Nice. The best you're on the, I've been you're on the blue doing stage. nothing but making jokes about that since I found that out. Like I like I, I've been like like there's two parts of me and me, there are two wolves, right? right. Uh, like <laughs> one wolf is like, haha, I've been way too punk to listen to pop punk unironically for like fifteen to twenty years. And the other parts of me like, oh my god, I hope some forty one thinks I'm really, really cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you what, that's our intro right there. That's yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I feel you though. Absolutely. It's super cool. And, yeah, no, and it is, God. it's, it's cool on both of those levels too. Like just to be part of it. That's pretty. Oh, listen, people are very quick to write off entry level pop punk bands. Uh, and they should not be because that we've only heard of them because they were first punk for a long time. And then that's true. Somebody decided to give them a lot of money in a record deal. And they are and, a gateway uh, drug to many, to many, many, many other bands. great ones. Many cool bands. And you know what? Yeah. A lot of bands like that have unbelievable tracks that hold up to this day. I think there are hundred percent dozens of, of amazing Blink-182 songs. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh yeah. Unironically a, a top band of mine. And, I've been trying to pretend I didn't like Liquid 82 for over 20 years. So we, the- we, uh, we had an interview with, I can't remember the band, but uh, when I was checking out their previous interviews, the, uh, the singer continuously apologized for liking Green Day when they talked to him about like bands that influenced him. And I hear that a lot. I'm like, everybody's kind of like, you know, like, okay, American Idiot was a great album and it influenced me. And it's like, yeah, man. It was a great album and it influenced you. Like it's not you don't lose cool points for being influenced right. by something that makes you go play music. Like that's awesome. Well, yeah, but even on a punk level, Green Day is good. Yeah. Like like th- th- these bands are big because they're good. I mean, right. I guess it's a little weird just because I know that some 41 started as a NoFX cover band. Right. Uh which is it, it's it, that's a little that's like a like a weird place to like like I wouldn't go listen to an OFX cover band, you know what I mean? Like, but I well, NoFX is around still, right? NoFX exists, <laughs> so if you yeah, NoFX no is doing enough some NoFX covers really for right. for everybody. But um, Panic at the Disco started as a Blink One Eighty Two cover band as well. Apparently, that's a place that people get started. I've never done it myself, 
what what real artists uh, us intellectuals do is is throw one quasi obscure cover into a set and if you know it you know it if you don't exactly don't let anybody know and then that one person that comes up to you after this after the show you go like all right i see you they're like oh cool wipers cover and i'm like thanks I thought so too. You want to buy a shirt? And they're like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Bet that was for I'm you. gonna nice. One sticker too? No, I'm good. All right, cool. I'm gonna stop you right there because real quick, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna cut that. That's gold, right? Yeah, that's, that's gold. gold. So, just so welcome everybody. We, to the welcome show. everybody to Bacon is my podcast. We've that's got Matthew. Happening. We've got Norell from the band Stud Count, a really awesome Philly-based pop uh, punk band. Not not really pop punk, but a little bit. Uh, maybe a little bit, uh, but they are awesome. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, just whatever. Uh, well, there's some, there's some, there's some of that like uh, '70s punk aesthetic to it. Yes, where there's yes, hooks, yes, yes, yes. and then there's um, there's attitude, and there's hooks, but there's also sonically some really cool kind of things going on. It's not, I don't know, genres are so weird, right? Yeah. Now. You know, like uh, I, I understand the value of like a genre to get people to to go. Oh, I like that genre. Maybe I'll check out your band. Um, but like, how fr- is that frustrating to you guys when it's like, what genre are you and what where do we place you and all that kind of stuff? Um, I'm I'm a massive elitist, and so I love it. I love okay. It. I also. And better than most people. So the the um, that it's a joke. That, that, very that, dry. That's a joke. <laughs> that's not true. I, I, I'm better than some people. But the uh, no no. Uh, but, the, uh, but the thing about genres is they're helpful, man. I mean, there's like there. It's helpful to know what sort of thing. But unfortunately, you have to be kind of a nerd about everything to know what that means. So for a band like Stud Count, I mean, like we, I, I'm in three bands right now. Uh, all but Stud Count was started in quarantine. Uh, Stud Count started three months before quarantine. So right. people have, you know, our demos got signed, you know, the tapes came out, you know, obviously Smart Punk Records is kind enough to take on this LP. So it's not like nobody cares, but there hasn't been enough debate on what we sound like yet. Right. But I yeah. will say this. We're not a pop punk band. And while I'm not going to take it as an insult to be called that, I, as a guy who grew up very punk, I, I'm a little bummed out that people aren't just like, oh yeah, this sounds like 77 stuff. Oh yeah, this sounds like Buzzcocks, uh, which is what I was going for. Uh, unfortunately, well, uh, it kind of just like I ended up in the pop punk territory by accident. So I guess here we are, you know? Well, I think, I think if people are, I think people reach to try and make connections, you know? And, and I think that that happens with people that are not as, uh, that are not as intelligent as 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 we all are, obviously, um, and that's and that's how that works, you know. When you have uh, when you have the ham and eggers out there, they really need to kind of like place something, and and to see if they like it. Now, when we say uh, like equating you to pop punk, I would kind of to me, um, I love the band Cheap Trick. Cheap Trick, yes, is a pop rock band but are yeah. they a pop rock band like they're a rock and roll band you know what i mean like um and that's how i kind of think of them i love the cars are the cars a pop rock band they have pop hits they definitely have some hits 
but would you equate them to that? Well, to somebody who's who's uh, to somebody who's struggling with smarts, you know, that's just trying to get through it all. That's just trying to go. What what am I going to listen to? What the shit is this? Yeah, you give them a little something. You say, hey, you know what? We're a pop punk band. Whatever. Take a listen to us, and then you'll love it, and then you'll kind of deal with it. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, there are worse things to be called, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, to, to, to honestly, to help your case here, to be frank, right? The name stuck. The whole the whole thing of it is that it's a joke. It's a bit. Well, right. that, like, like, what is a good stud know, count on a jacket these days? Oh, I don't know because I'm an adult. But the you used to know though. But boy, let me tell you, back when I was young, I had a great number in mind. Um, <laughs> when I was a kid, getting I was like a DB elitist as okay. a child. Like I was like, yes, living in my mother's house in the suburbs. Uh, I was. I was really into like anarcho punk and street punk and all that stuff and DB. And I mean, I think I would buy studs like in the thousands at a time. And then we'd have, this is the, my, the most punk part of it all. We'd have sewing and studying parties where we yes. put on records and stud our jackets so that everybody knew that we weren't conformists and <laughs> by, the by these parties and that we, and that we wouldn't listen to anybody's rules. Is, right. Uh, not here. Not here. Not in this house. No, no. In my house. <laughs> we don't listen to rules. Not but in this group event that, that we organized to put studs on. What's that? I said not not here in this house where we organized an event to bring all our people together and put studs on our jackets. Oh yeah, because we're very punk rock and cool. Because we absolutely, yeah. absolutely. It never was our house either. <laughs> I don't think my I don't think my mother would have liked that many punks in my house at a time. I like I don't think Judy would have been a fan of Johnny Apathy and friends coming over to the house. <laughs> uh, Absolutely, that's great. That's so awesome. Um, but the but the not to drop but the what I always no. saying is that the, the the joke about the band the name Stud Count is that we're playing what my attempt at playing pop music. Uh, just to bolster your your perspective here that we're something of a punk and a pop band right is you know we're all punks we've been playing in punk bands for a long time you know i think instead of calling it pop punk you call it punk pop <laughs> it makes or more sense though <laughs> funko pop or uh, or power pop <laughs> I, I mean power pop works power pop power pop is nice yeah yeah we we had we have more in common musically with i'd say the hives than we do with the story so far yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. can see that. So. Okay. Yeah, that's the joke. It's really. It's really just me setting myself up to be slightly frustrated <laughs> during the. For fun. The course. Well, of, there's there's nothing more punk than that. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. That's. Then being my eternally parents are also frustrated. Jewish, so it's sort of inevitable anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Um, I, I just want to uh, bring it back real quick. You were talking about, uh, you know, throwing covers into sets and stuff like that and like going, oh, well, I, I like this song. I'm going to put it in there. I, yeah. I, I've i been doing that in bands all of my life. Yes, you have. And nine times out of ten, I always go, I don't give a shit what anybody thinks. I'm going to put this in here and that's awesome. And by the time I hit the first chorus, it's like, 
oh no, they're over it. <laughs> Nobody's oh, no, liking they, what they, I'm doing they, right now. <laughs> I think. Uh, you, so when you guys do that, like, do you guys just like throw it into a set, or are you guys going like, this is a song that influenced me, and I want to put this in in my set because it's important to me, or do you do you just like go into it and just be like, cool, this is my song. It fits in the set. It's my song. It's fine. Uh, I'll take this one. I think. Uh, let me know. If you I think it's thoughts. both. It's both. Yeah. Because you have to. You can't have something so obscure yeah. that nobody gets it. Because then no one's having fun except you, kind of. And then you're not even having fun, like you said. Yeah. So it kind right. of has to be like you have to make sure that whatever cover you pick is something that other people at least like. You have to kind of vibe your crowd before you get there. You know, or like while yeah. you're there, like you might have yeah. one on the back burner where you're like. You should always have like a plan B in case yep. your plan A does not fit the fit the room, <laughs> the demographic there. Um, Very true. Because you can easily tell, you know, if you have like a mixed audience of like, you know, there's punk kids, there's hardcore kids, there's, you know, you kind of have to know what's going on. There's, sometimes there's even art students who don't know any of the covers, you know. Yeah. And so the the which is that's fine. People get into punk in different ways. But I've also been pleasantly surprised when I've played in like acoustic shows by myself because I do acoustic stuff too. Um, I, I was like, I don't know if anybody cares about Fugazi, but then everyone was like, yeah, they like freaked out. Yeah. And I played that's not, that's song. not that obscure, especially well, like some if of their songs <laughs> to posers. It's obscure. And I did. Honestly, <laughs> 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 well, you'd be surprised because in some spaces you say Fugazi and people are like, who's that? And you're like, all right, I don't know. They're like, who, who Gazi? What, what are you doing? What are you talking about? Not my chance, oh, not my problem. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, but I will say good. this. Uh, so, like I said, Suck Count had one show before we quarantined out. Uh, we did a Wipers cover from the, the EP, their first EP. We also opened with um, Black Flag. Yeah, we also opened with Black Flag, which some people knew. Uh, that's yeah. a good one, too. The, uh, what's that? I said, that's a good one, two punch. Yeah, I mean, we opened with the first, like, intro to Wasted, uh, just okay. as an intro. Just give it a one minute, you know, sound checking. Asking people to come inside feels disingenuous and sad. So, like, <laughs> playing a song that maybe they would know kind of helps, you know, like, the right for me. But I will say in years that I've toured before, like, it's a good question because, like, if you're going to record a cover that really means a lot to you, that checks out. If you're going right. to play it live, you shouldn't. I mean, you should probably play something that some people would know. You know, like uh, yeah. one of the bands I was in in the last five years, like we we brought three covers on tour with us at all times. It's uh, wise because we didn't know what the room was going to know. I mean, hell, we played a bunch of local Philadelphia shows and did like a Circle Jerk song, and like two kids knew at a show for the first two times we did. We stopped doing right. it. So yeah. Anyway, my point is that people are are such posers. You just never really know. The, <laughs> <laughs> it's well it's it's true though it makes it makes a lot of sense um i always kind of thought of it like okay the songs that you record are for you you know and if you're going to pick a cover to record yeah you're going to pick something that means a lot to you and you're going to do it and hopefully a bunch of people are going to think it's yours and then go see where it's from and then figure it out and then hear it and that's cool and they can do whatever when you as soon as you step on a stage at least for me then then you're kind of like you're kind of 70 30 doing it for the audience. You, you, you gotta, you know, at that point you're selling yourself, you know, you're like, Hey, buy my shirt, buy my record. Here's a, here's a commercial. I'm getting all my shit out and I'm playing a show and I'm getting all my angst out, but I'm, I'm also like 
giving you, hey, this is my band and here's my thing and here's my stuff. So you got to kind of, you got to appeal to them in some way. You know, well, give plus, them a riff. For most that people that have been punk for long enough, I mean, like in, at least into punk to some degree, a cover is fun. I mean, yeah. something to them. It doesn't have to be this big emotional experience. You know, I'm not fronting a straight edge band in 2005. It doesn't have to be something that makes you like tear <laughs> up or something. Like, it, it could just be a Ramon song that people think is, is fun and then you have a good yeah, time. Absolutely. And you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get in the front and sing along to this. And that's really it. It's not even about the money, uh, is what I'll say out loud in an interview. And, uh, <laughs> and, you know, it's about having a good time. You know, it's. Uh, everything's about a good time live live is a good time it's 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 all about having a good time and and getting paid an exposure yeah you're paid an exposure you're paid an exposure that's there's an exposure slot on my bills which is why i'm really glad for this yeah that's great i'm super excited for it it's it's important um um, i did want to ask uh because and you said you guys played one gig before uh before lockdown and before everything um and you're about to do so what fest are you playing any shows before so what fest or is that are you like yeah we're just going to do our first show at so what fest on the stage and this is how we're going to do it and just kind of throw it out there and then that be the tour or are you touring all the way down there we uh we talked about it for a while i mean i'm i come from the world of punk and hardcore so like for me like suddenly having massive festival opportunities is like pretty run-of-the-mill it right. doesn't mean you take it for granted it's amazing but like and this will for sure be the biggest show I've ever played to date. Uh, so what fest that is. Um, but we talked about it and just like our band is in three states right now. Um, we have guys in Philadelphia. We have guys in East Tennessee. We have guys in Orange County. And monetarily speaking, it just doesn't make a ton of sense right. to fly out to Dallas for one show and call it a day. So we decided to kick off and do like a week two, a few days back, Southeast Loop. Um, so we'll, I think we're going to kick off in Johnston City in May, uh, about a week beforehand. Nice. nice. So you'll get a few, you'll get a few quote warm up gigs before you do the the big gig. Yes. Yeah, and you know, honestly, man, no matter how much you practice, I would like a couple practice shows before some forty-one judges. Oh, of course, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very- <laughs> I like that. I have this picture of them like sitting at a long table, like with like coffee, like almost like with the American Idol logo, like. Cut it on. Yeah. Oh, they're totally going to be judging. I saw an actual like Victorian era court. Okay, so two different vibes. Yeah, I, I think it's like going to be somewhere in between those two things. It might be. It's to be frank, I'll be totally chill if Simple Plan doesn't think that I'm cool. The, so. Oh, come on. Uh, you like Simple Plan? Oh. Listen, man, I'm just a Is kid. There... All right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. What, um, so like, so this, this, this actually, the whole project started because of songs that you wrote, correct, Matt? Yeah, no, I, uh, for all my bands, I wrote like everything. And in Stug Count, Narelle wrote the vast majority of the vocal harmonies and hooks. So, like, um, and do, is this, is this something that you kind of, uh, and, and we like to ask all, all these, all the bands that we bring on, um, do you guys have like a home recording rig? Do you guys demo stuff out yourself? And then, yeah, you, you guys said you're all in different, different states. So, is that one of those things where you kind of go, okay, cool. 
I'm going to send some stuff out to you and I'm going to send some stuff out to you. And or, or do you have to get into a room, bash some power cords out and do things and, and then like get into a recording studio and do everything? Well, Matthew has this gift where um, like I went to school for music and I've like met people who have like perfect pitch or they have like these random like these God given gifts where they can just like do something crazy that every other musician's like, how do you do that? Matthew can hear entire records in his head. He like wow. writes it in his head. Um, mm -hmm. And so like, I'll come along with like lyrics or like melody lines or like, I'll be like, let's change this. I don't like this. And so we kind of collab, but when we wrote the demo, um, we recorded it in our friend's basement originally, um, like demoed it out, like, like with one microphone, <laughs> I yeah. think, right? One. And then, uh, and then we went to my parents' house during quarantine cause they built a new house. So in their basement, we like tied a microphone to the ceiling <laughs> and I just like stood under it like yelling at it. Um, and I was like, sorry, mom and dad. And they were like, it's fine. Love art. It's great. Um, you know, and then Matthew would like, he would go in and demo like specific things. And I guess we kind of did it like piece by piece. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, for sure. I mean, like as far as like actually demoing it out. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the first two releases were done. Like there was like a, a an intentionally lo-fi demo done with one microphone in a basement mm -hmm. where I, I, I did it track by track with like garage band and said to my friend to like, put a master varnish on and that was it. But as far as writing is concerned, it's me with an acoustic and then trying to like Steve Carell in the office style, pantomime the drums right. to the drummer. <laughs> but uh, he gets it. They have but he language. gets it. Like my, so I, in the three bands I play in, the drummer is the same guy for all three. Uh, shout out Brett. He's the man. We love Brett. But like uh, one of the bands we play in is like, I play in a power violence band with him. And mm -hmm. You know, we had a record on last year on Cavols. Like we, and we, I just went up to Philly to do a new seven inch with him. Uh, and the process was that I basically just had this seven inch written in my head, and then I said, went to the basement, and I said, uh, "So we got those. You got to do like this." And he was like, "Oh, all right, yeah, I got you. Just like that. It sounds good." And then <laughs> and he, he did understands. It. And then he yeah. did it. We we, we practiced Great. two times in two days beforehand, and then did the record. That's literally every band I'm in. That's how she goes. Wow. Is I teach the that's songs awesome. to Brett, and Narelle writes. Uh, we play in like a, a goth band as well. Um, it's like equally TSOL and Depeche Mode. Um, okay. So like the way that band works is that like I do that again, and except after I'm done iPhone recording it with Brett, and all put synth on it. <laughs> and, and vocals. Yeah, and, and, and backup vocals, yeah. That's the, so, so that, that's the process. Is so what is it, because you have all these different styles that are kind of rolling around um, that you like to jump into, uh, is it a thing where you had like started in a band and then it was like, oh, I have all these songs that might not fit this band, so let's form another band and then so on and so on and so on. Or is it like, uh, I have so many different styles and genres of things in my head that I need to have multiple projects to do it with. Um, what kept you from being like, oh, let's just make one band to do everything. Especially if you've got that, some of the same players that are happening. That for sure. The, okay. the second thing, like it's, it's that like, I set out to do something else. I also dude, like, I don't know how much your fingers been to the pulse of hardcore in the last 10 years, but like, because nobody's really done it better than people did it in the eighties. Like right. what happens is people are like, Oh, let's do a band that sounds like this eighties band. Right. And, and then they're like, okay, okay. That was great. We did an LP and now we're done. That was good. Everyone needed us to do a youth of today record again. Um, and then, 
the thing is, is like, so that's just the kind of way I've thought about it since day one. When I was 12, I was like, yo, let's start a band like the casualties with my friends. <laughs> and okay. now that I'm, you know, an intellectual and a genius, I, um, is, <laughs> it is more akin to say, uh, like, I, Hey, do you want to like do a goth band? We've been talking about this for a while. And, and she's my wife is like, yeah, let's do it. I'm like, cool. I can't play synth. So you want to play synth? She says, yeah. And that's really what it is. is they sound very different from each other. It wouldn't make any sense to do that. And yeah, there's some musical overlap, I suppose, but it's always because it's the, I had something else in mind than what I was gotcha. doing in the band before. Yeah. How has it been um, working together? musically like when did that start like have you guys kind of been together the whole time and then and then got it married started... and then all that oh no um so i met matthew and knew he was my husband immediately and he knew the same about me as his wife we're very cute yeah no it's that's cute. very cute. like <laughs> that's awesome that's not it love at first sight <laughs> not first light <laughs> not at the dawn love while listening to last at the night. dawn so basically <laughs> Um, Love at First Sight does exist, praise God, and here we are. Um, but yeah, so we like we dated for three months, got engaged because we just knew, so why wait? Uh, and then we our engagement was a year, we got married, um, and then he was in like some hardcore bands, and I was just like writing singer-songwriter stuff, playing a show here or there, or, like a fest or whatever. Um, and then uh, he just was like, what if we did a band together? And I was like, that would be pretty neat. <laughs> So we started writing songs together, like probably like what we were like married for like two months. And we, yeah. we wrote um, Give Me Time, actually, it was our first song before we even were in stud count. Like that was a song we wrote together way back when. Um, and it was just kind of an acoustic thing that we were kind of messing with the lyrics and then it came full band. Yeah. So I guess that kind of started it. Yeah. Back. The thing is, like we, we had talked about it loosely, but like. I don't know how much time you guys spend with other people who play music, but it's like well, we're both musicians too. Yeah, we have yeah. bands and yeah. All no, that, so. I, I mean like outside of just you guys, though, is what I mean. Like right. The, yeah. uh, like in in like social groups, but like loose talk of starting bands with people is constant and incessant. Much. Yes. <laughs> and, oh yes. <laughs> yes. Like we threaten each other to this have is, a band this together is, all the time. This podcast is a loose musical like agreement. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, I, I figured that you guys knew what I, was, I meant, but yeah, that's the, and so the thing is, is like, not only did that happen with my, my wife, but like, it happened with like the guy, Brett, who plays drums with us is we, like, we like hung out twice and we were like, yeah, we should do like a band. And I was like, yeah, man, whenever I get back from tour, we'll do a band. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> of course not. It's never going to happen. And then like, and then, but then it did. And then, then this time it did. Um, and so for, Pardon me, I am parched. <laughs> don't stress yourself out. Woo! Take, no no take, promises. Take we, uh, <laughs> but I don't know. Like it's easy playing the bail on my wife. She's she's my best friend. That's no, true. We, we were we vibe. We vibe. Like I took her when we were just engaged. I took her on a bunch of tours with a much worse power violence band. I thought they were good. I I enjoyed it. <laughs> I had a good time. I love power violence. So <laughs> and she could hang. She could hang as hell. And if she could hang as hell in a sweaty Toyota going through Southeastern B markets, then she can hang playing in a band for real. So. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it makes sense. My, my, my girlfriend is also uh, in a band and she's a, uh, she's in a, a punk band called Jackknife Stiletto. Everybody check them out. If they can get a chance to check them out. But we met 
uh, also like um, playing shows together and stuff. And we kind of met and we were like, hey, you're pretty awesome. You're pretty awesome. Let's do this. And uh, we've started writing little things together. So I think it's awesome. I think it's oh, very that's cool. Fun. This is, I didn't know this. Well, little bits, little bits here and there. She's also doing a, uh, a she's also doing a ukulele misfits cover record. So I know I, well, <laughs> she's supposed to record it here. I still haven't <laughs> waiting for the call. Yeah. So whatever. Yeah. That's happening. Yo, yeah, so that's guys, what, what bands do you play in? I, I feel like that you deserve a plug. It's your podcast. Oh. No, we plug it plenty. Oh, we plug we'll the shit out of it. Don't worry. But yes, Mike's in a band called something. I should have heavy. known that. I'm such a fan of your show already, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Mike's in a band called Something Heavy. I'm in a band called Craving Strange. Um, and then we also put out music together in a band called Bacon Is My Passion, which led to Bacon Is My Podcast. Uh, yeah, we, I love, we were. I love Bacon Is My Passion. I love that. We were, we were supposed to write music together, and we did a few times. But then also people were like, oh, we'd like to hear what, what's going on like in those hallowed halls. So like, I built this studio yeah. over quarantine. And uh, we finally got back together to like hang out and, and, and write and stuff like that. And we found that uh, the first hour to two to maybe three to maybe four were us uh, drinking some whiskeys and catching up on life. And, uh, and uh, a lot we less are. songwriting than that. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now here you are. That's, uh, and and now, now here we are. And now here we are. With you guys. Hanging out with you guys. So. Hanging out with stud count. Um, one thing I will say is I, I've been to Philly for quite a few shows. Um, it's well documented on this show. Again, since Matt, you are since a fan. You're a big fan. You've heard it. Uh, you've heard about this. Uh, I will go to a show not in New York City 10 times out of 10 if I can. Yeah, he'll bypass New York City every time. Every time. So uh, I do like Philly. Uh, one of my favorite venues is Voltage Lounge. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, man, it's so cool. Like, like is that going somewhere? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, but but is like, I feel like no, no, no. <laughs> I feel is. like I feel like Voltage Lounge, uh, and not like I've been to a lot of venues in, in Philly, but like it very much encompasses like the the DIY and the, like the fun of playing live. Um, is that still around? Yeah. <laughs> like it's still around, right? Officially. Um, so like, are you guys, so how Where you personally, you personally, how many times have you played there? How, what, what do you feel about voltage lounge? And should he be I going played to there other once. places? Played with I, and should I, I played there once. I nice. played there once. I will say this. Philly hardcore doesn't typically do voltage lounge. It's more of a metalcore. Yeah, it's uh, like the the he's more the, the white the white high top pick clap crowd does the the voltage lounge, you know the like, uh. But Joe, uh, this is hardcore. Does the venue right next door, the Electric Factory, there in the summer? Oh yes, uh, yep. Another great place. Played, uh, which I have played. Uh, I worked for that fest for a few years. Um, but I played there once, and this let me tell you the story because it's so underwhelming. I, um, yes. So I was touring in a like a hardcore punk band it was about four years ago. And just from past connections, we ended up touring with a band from Amsterdam called Vitamin X, uh, which for me is like, a, that was a really big deal. I mean, that was like, oh, this is the one Euro straight edge band that I like. And 
they were the ones that I liked for the last 20 years. Like I like, I've liked vitamin X since I was a kid. That's and an excellent they came, get then. What's that? I said, that's an excellent get then. If you get to play, you know what I mean? Like, oh, that's hundred percent. I mean, honestly, like praise God after a lot of years of playing in bands, things have been very blessed for the last handful of years. Nice. I like, if I start a band for some reason, people seem to care pretty quickly. And that is really reassuring because nobody's paying me. Uh, so the, <laughs> yes, uh, not for hardcore at least, you know? Uh, right. and so we, um, they did like a festival in Mexico city or somewhere nearby and, uh, to kick off their like West coast dates, which were apparently like hit or miss. And they, but they played 2000 at the fest. And I was like, well, that, that's like, honestly, that's, that's the kind of crowd Vitamax should have. They're on Southern Lord records. They're a big deal. They've been a big deal. Uh, the booking agent is the same booking agent who does stuff for like the casualties and, uh, let's crack and stuff like that when they, when they played shows and like, the, so he was expecting to it to be an audience that was, oh, Vitamin X is in town? I'm just going to cancel my plans and go see Vitamin X. Right. Like, which is nuts if you have your finger to the pulse of heart, on hardcore at all, you know? And so they played like 30 or less paid almost every night, including at the Voltage Lounge. Right. Which was <laughs> one of the sadder things I've done. It was as a band. Like I mean, everyone but, played well, but I mean, like, but we wasn't up, we ended up but wasn't them in merch on that tour like like twenty to one? It was very sad. But wasn't sucks. wasn't selling thirty tickets to Voltage Lounge awesome? No, uh, no, not like, <laughs> no, I'm not mad at anyone. The guy who booked it was cool. It was just right. like the, the booking yeah. agent didn't know what he was up to, and that's okay. I just it was a very sad sort of underwhelming tour. Except for the New Jersey show that we booked, because we were like, "Look, man, I just want them to have a good time somewhere near Philadelphia, and it's sure as hell ain't gonna happen at the Voltage Lounge." So, like, we booked the show in at the what was it, E Block, the Eastern Block, and 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 uh, in in at the Jersey uh, in New Brunswick, and I'd say like a hundred kids were there, like, nice. and uh, and that's why. Um, I'm obviously a very famous booking agent. So the, <laughs> but no, I mean, jokes aside, I was really happy for the opportunity. I felt bad that these adults flew from Europe for this. That's really what, right. uh, what it was, but it was fine. I mean, I, I have no beef with the voltage lounge. Uh, yeah. That's the playing there was not, nothing terribly special though, because of that. It would be at a much cooler show though. We have been to a lot right. of shows. There, a lot of very cool shows. I mean, I saw naysayer did one show. Uh, there during the Super Bowl when the birds won the Super Bowl, yeah, that's go right. Birds. Go birds, go they, uh, <laughs> they, uh, and that show had like 400 kids at it, and that was sick. Nice, commercial break. This episode of Bacon is My Podcast is brought to you by drinkwildbills.com and growyourassoff.com. Use promo code BACON to get 10% off your entire order, yeah. Uh, grilling season is never over, and you always want to quench your thirst, and why not do it with some craft-made beverages yeah, by the, Wild Bills? The two work together pretty awesome. Yeah, agreed. So go ahead, hit them up, check it out. It helps them, which are awesome companies, and it helps us. It helps us, and it helps you. And it helps you to because you like live to a more 
flavorful life. You like delicious things in your mouth. Indeed. So do go it. do it now. Do it. This is Chris from Sucker Punch, and you guys are consuming bacon as my podcast. So, so in talking about like getting people to shows, which is uh, always a thing. Oh. Um, what do you What do you prefer? Do you prefer shows in front of a smaller crowd in a more intimate place, or do you prefer like a bigger situation where there's more thing and and we'll take away obviously the the amount of money that you're being paid for all of these shows because clearly that's got to be irrelevant because you're a famous booking agent and uh, also money money has no effect on my life at all even a little bit I don't no because we all pay our bills with exposure so yes that's, correct yes I'm so glad we're on the same page man yeah, yeah that's what we do 100%. that's what we do but as far as like performing and being in a band do you prefer a situation where you're like Say you have the option to do a a place that will have that will have five hundred people in it, and but you're on and you're on a stage and you're kind of like in a situation like that, or you're in a place where there's a hundred people and it's they're right in your face and it's a little bit smaller. Like what what's kind of your vibe? What do you prefer? Um, personally, I I will either of those situations sound fantastic to me. Uh, well, clearly, yeah, like. When you tour a lot, as you're sure that you know, because you guys play in bands, sometimes you mm-hmm. play to way less than that, and that sucks. But if a hundred kids are in a tight cram in this space, that rocks. Yeah. For for a band like Stud Count, I would love to do either. I don't have a preference. Obviously, the more kids, the more fun it's going to be. But I mean, are you suggesting a barricade with the bigger crowd? Uh, yeah, yeah. Thinking in terms, thinking so that just I, I ask this for people that have toured and stuff like that because um, people always ask me what's your favorite show that you ever played and uh and i've been lucky enough to play some bigger events and i've been lucky enough to play some some well attended events but i think my favorite show was at a venue in uh, west virginia called the rocket club it's not there anymore it used to be um two double wide trailers stuck together and uh it was a dirt floor and they put us in there and we were terrified of it and we thought it was going to be absolutely awful but they packed a hundred kids in there and they were standing right in front of us and like sweating on us. And it was the, for me, I love that. I love that vibe. I love that energy. I love that thing. I'll take that over. I love being on a stage and having lights and having all that kind of fun stuff. Um, I think that's super cool. And I like doing that, but the energy involved for me in that show, that was my favorite show of all time. So I, I like to ask anybody that's been on the road, like, what was your, what, what do you dig? What's your thing? Well, to be frank, man, like, honestly, like, getting the smart punk sign and being in stud count is like the, my first exposure to being in a band that might be facing a barricade. Okay. Like, and it sounds like we already kind of have to now. It, it yeah. May. Like, my guess is that that festival where people can Well, you're going to get that immediately, yeah. Yeah, like, it sounds like it sounds like people could, like, in theory, want to touch one of the guys from Hawthorne Heights, and they won't be able to because there's barricade. Like, that, that kind of crowd might be there, right? Like, there's, That's like, true. a warp tour atmosphere type situation. Yeah, who doesn't want to touch Hawthorne Heights? Well, you can probably count me on the list of people who doesn't want to touch. <laughs> the, uh, but that could be because I already have. I. Uh, it could be. The... the uh, when I was younger, I uh, I did some singer songwriter stuff for a little while, and I played a couple shows with JT Woodruff. Okay. No, no touching really took place. 
but <laughs> you, it's okay. Like, you don't, you don't crisp, crisp high five. You don't, just a, just it's a, okay. I was just, you know what? I was just, there was no touching, no touching. Yeah. Uh, so the, but I don't know, man, I'll say this. I have no idea what it's like to play in front of a barricade. So I'm guessing it's going to be both very cool based on the size of the audience and a little bit something I'm going to have to get used to as a guy who comes to punk. You right. know, I, I bet Pete Wentz had no idea what the hell was happening the first time the Fall Boy had to play in front of a barricade. <laughs> oh, sure. He, but I'm he also sure it was his idea based on all that he did for the group. So, <laughs> so yeah. I mean, I, if I had my he might have had a... love, like I love when I like I saw um, when Refused was like doing some fest someplace and they did like a 200 cap room someplace mm-hmm. nearby, like as another show or like an after show or something. If I was fronting a band. I would like people to be able to sing along to my music by yes. me giving them the microphone, which is impossible with a barricade. So Especially when it's a cover. Especially when it's a cover. So unfortunately, that's just not how the world of music works with liabilities and laws and stuff like that. And so I guess the answer your question is I would probably prefer the more intimate setting, but uh, you have to stay at a very low ceiling in order to maintain that. Right. Um, and I don't want to do that. Uh, if, 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 if a 13 year old kid who can't get to a show gets to listen to bands that I'm in, uh, and that means we have to be in the circuit of bands that's playing with barricades and like a light show, then that's okay with me. That's very okay with me. Nice. nice. How about you, Norella? Are you ready to, uh, are you ready to walk on people's hands and. I never liked crowd surfing. It always bothered me, especially if I was in the front cause I'm smaller. And so if anybody ever followed me, I was like. So, um, you know, I know, no, like, no, Matthew loves to get up there, like at a hardcore show and he'll just jump. He does not care. Um, and you know, I like the intimate setting. I do. Um, especially as somebody who, who does acoustic music, like I love getting to like, you know, interact cause I like, I like the quiet setting, but since we're in like a band band, you know, yeah. um, want to grab our cat. He needs to be part of this conversation. Yeah, he can come. Norway, <laughs> Norway, you're invited. Um, but I really enjoyed our first show uh, because it like it pretty quickly like we, we sold tickets and like we there was a good amount of people there. Um, Webwing headlined and we were co-headler like what, what would you call it? So we did a, a demo release show before yeah. we even ended up making physical tapes. Our only show, right? Yeah. Uh, That's and we, funny. The lineup was a local hardcore band called Lux, a band called Gel from New Jersey, which is very good if you haven't listened to them. Us and Webbed Wing, which have you guys heard that band before? Webbed Wing, they're very good. I haven't. I haven't. Check it's, them out. It's the guys from Super Heaven. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, and they've been doing it for a couple of years, but both LPs are very, very good. And we played nice. to a very packed out room, and it was extremely humbling for a band that literally just started. I mean, uh, we had such a good time. Had, it was um, great. Yeah, I don't know, but well, I really enjoyed that setting. It was a uh, what was it? It was a bar in. South Philly. South Philly, um, that I had never even been to. Like, it was my first time being there and playing. Um, but the bar setting was really cool. I really enjoyed that. Um, and so now I'm going to, I'm a, I'm a little nervous because I feel like I don't know what to do with that much stage space. Like, I'm like, yeah. do I roller skate? Like, do I, I can cartwheel. I can, I can do that. Maybe. I don't like that. Maybe both of those <laughs> things. Maybe cartwheel on roller skates. Um, so you're, have you done, um, and, and I'm sorry that I don't know the answer to this, but have you, Norell, done a lot of band stuff as well, or has it been mostly been singer songwriter type of solo things? 
So it's mostly been solo stuff. Um, I was in a band in high school. You want to talk about that? Because it's irrelevant. Because um, it was high school, yeah. Uh, and But yeah, um, also, but like I went to school for music performance. So I sang opera and classical. Okay. Is a surprise. Um, but so I would stand by myself. So it's like in that sense, I have performed, but not when it comes to like a band setting. Um, but I really enjoy it. It's so much fun. Like there's nothing like having your bros behind you and like your husband and just some of the people that you love the most, just like playing music with you and just jamming. Like, like she's band also practice. really good. Thank you. But like, like band the... practice is the best. Like I, that's just like when you're mad or you're upset or you just you got a lot of emotion going on. You go to band practice and you're like, I feel a thousand times better. This is great. Like, it's great. I, I just I want to do it my whole life, to be honest. Forever. Nice. <laughs> so, so you've played. Yeah, you've so you've played in front of crowds before. You've been in front of mo well, a lot of people. Um, was there is there a difference? Like 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 you're saying, like, I don't know what I'm going to do with all that space. Were you like, I don't know what to do with my hands? Right now, like, you know, what, what, what was that like for you? Like, what's the transition there? I'm still working on it. So I don't know. I don't have an answer. Okay. Um, but the well, yeah, you've show, had the one show. So yeah. yeah. Like I, I would kind of practice like stage presence at practice, which I think a lot of vocalists do. Um, should do. Yeah. Like, if they, they do. should do. Cause then when you get there, you, you're going to feel weird if you didn't like practice what to say, mm -hmm. you know, you're just going to be like, yeah, it's going to be weird. Well, and then it's fun. <laughs> It's phony if you're not. You yeah. Um, okay. But it really, I think, if I could give anybody advice, what what I think is really going to help me and what does help me and has helped me is like, is some of the songs that we sing, like some of them are just like fun, but some of them are very passionate. Like our song Avenue coming out is about um, the opiate epidemic in America, um, and so that's something really close to my heart. And uh, you know, so like when we when we sing that song, or you know, um, Delicate is another one talking about like just like like the feminine you know um the the power behind being feminine and it being a, a good thing um like getting to talk about that and being like being being told you're delicate is not a bad thing and getting to like actually say something that matters to you gives you the passion and the confidence to be like i really don't care like i'm just gonna get up here and i'm gonna say what i'm gonna say i'm gonna play these songs and like i hope you vibe with it and if you do like we're gonna have a great time <laughs> um and that kind of just like just having the confidence to go up there and be like, this is our music. Like, that's the point is that's why yeah. we have music. Um, and so like, I don't think it's going to be too bad at the fest. I think I just, I think I'm going to have to like, I'm afraid of just there's being so much space. And I'm like, should I walk around a lot? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, whereas the bar setting, it was easy because it's like, we're, yeah. we're like this. You did, you right, had two right, feet right. of choice. Really. Yeah. You're right. like, you're like, I can like come up to Matthew and like, dance or something that's, it. that's yeah. the closest to be and then over here as well that's and then the, and then our guitar player max i love him because he'll just like noodle man when he plays like he just he literally like is like shredding and he'll just like flail like that's his thing you know he flails we're a fan no. of flailing yeah matthew kind of power stances and you kind of like rock around a little bit yeah you know? just the, i'm here's the thing i'm definitely too cool to be there so the <laughs> you just you know you just gotta kind of act like yeah that's the, no I, but that i'm with you i'm like i'm i'm a little bit nervous about the prospect of playing like a stadium festival in dallas you know right. like i'm there's mad space and i'm like oh foot and a half wide at most so I'm not Davey Havoc, you know, like I can't, I'm not going to. That guy has amazing stage presence. Yeah, I, I love Davey Havoc. We've, we've, <laughs> we've had discussions Havoc. about Davey Havoc yeah, and yeah. he is, he is on the older side, but man, he's handsome. Yeah, he's a good he's looking fella. 
handsome fella. Still. And, and he's still vegan straight edge as well. Yeah. Which makes absolutely. him, like myself, very cool. And, 100%. And punk rock, you know? Uh, and punk rock. Uh, but no, I like, I feel like, I don't know, like I, I'm, I'm excited for it, but I'm also like a little bit nervous. Yeah. It's, it's not a big stage that you're on. It's like a bunch of little club stages. So it's like, you know, you go to a little club stage on the right and you hang out with those people. And you go to a club stage on the left and you hang out with those people. Well, that makes me feel a little better. <laughs> well, thanks for crushing my dreams, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm here for, man. That's what I'm here for. Speaking of, uh, of, of crushing dreams. Yeah, we have a sponsor. <laughs> Which makes us complete corporate sellouts. But here we yes. are. Here we are together, and we are going to make Matthew and Nora we're not corporate sellouts with us. We like we want to be punk. We're not. Punk. No, we want to sell out. We're selling out because 100%. because these guys pay us in in monies, not exposure. And one of those companies is Poddex. Poddex is basically a company that has a bunch of decks of cards within each uh, deck. Is fifty cards? Yes. With within each card is a question, and what it is is it's for budding podcasters or people who are just like kind of awkward and uh, you know just need an icebreaker who don't have verbal diary like we do. Yes. Um, and uh, what we like to do is have our guests pick from one of the Poddex cards. Gonna get a random question. A random question from each Poddex card. So Matthew. Norell, we have the interview deck, the interview deck two. We have the would you rather. We have the what the heck. We have the episode deck. We have the what the fuck. See, this is like like MTV old school branded. Yeah, yeah. And then we have the how dare you deck, which is one of my favorites. Um, so guys, which one of these decks would you like to each choose from? You can both pick the same deck if you'd like. You're each going to get a random question. Man, I don't know. Can I be straight with you, fellas? Yes. I, I don't remember them at all. <laughs> I, <laughs> we have green, red, light blue, popcorn. Green, red, light blue, popcorn. Light blue... Okay. All right. What the fuck it is? What the fuck it is? Noel, you want the same deck, or would you like a different color or name? Green. Green. All right. Cool. Green is what the heck? I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start right here. We're gonna start with blue. And we're gonna start with the blue, which is the what the fuck deck. And I am going to. He's gonna shuffle. shuffle. I'm just gonna tell everybody that's listening. You can go to poddex.com, check out any of these decks. They have a lot more of them. They also have an app for your phone if you want to kind of do that. Uh, if you like stuff at Poddex and you want to get one of their decks of cards or some of their swag, they got some cool shirts, you can just please use the promo code BACON. Because everything is better with bacon, it gets even you, vegan bacon. Indeed. It gets you 10% off. And it helps us a little bit so that we can keep the lights on here. We do appreciate it very much. It keeps the show free. And uh, yeah, so check it out. Let's fan this out right here. Matthew. Matthew, I'm going to use the finger of power here. I'm going to go from my left to right, your right to left. You tell me when to stop. 
Stop. Stop it right there. All right. Your question, Matthew, is have you ever been bitten or attacked by an animal? And if so, by what and why? As cat people, I feel like that's an easy like question that, to answer. That's an easy question to answer. There's got to be something more interesting than this eight-month-old cat. The, <laughs> well, we walked dogs in Philadelphia for five years, four years. Okay. Uh, and, I mean, he didn't mean to. But this one pit bull had like a like a tin can in his mouth from the street. That's scary. And then he, he like he definitely nicked my finger. So if that counts, then that counts. That'll count. That'll count. And pit bulls get a bad rap. Everyone that's listening, I'm just saying right they now. Do. There's no bad dogs. There are just crappy owners. Uh, oh yeah, he was a awesome. sweet boy. Every pit bull I've met so far has been amazing. Every pit bull that we worked with was good. He just liked trash. He just liked trash. And you know yes. what? So, what better place in Philly, right? I tell you what, we used to, uh, my family had a pit bull and um, her thing was any, any time there was a potted plant, she had to take the plant out of the pot. Oh no. And it, it didn't matter how big the pot or how big the plant. And we were visiting a friend and we were out on their back porch and we were leaving to, um, to like go hang out in another part of the house. And the owner was like, oh, I'm going to stay out here with the dog and hang out for a little bit. And uh, we were like, okay, well, don't leave. The dog's name was Sadie. We were like, do not leave her out in the backyard because you are in this back porch because you have a bunch of potted trees and plants in here. And she will take every single one out. And she was like, no, it'll be fine. So we all went in the other room. And sorry, we have to literally, because that's all right. You, you're moving locations. That's all right. That's why I'm telling a story because I figured I'd kill some time uh, so while we're all in the other room she comes in and she was like i left the dog in the porch for literally like a minute because i had to answer the phone and six plants were out of six pots that's six immediately <laughs> and you know what sadie was amazing <laughs> she's amazing that was just her thing that was her thing you never know it's your thing until it's your thing you remove a plant from a pot and you love it, you got to do it. You got to do it. It's part of the deal. Here we go. We're going to fan out the other deck. Would you rather? All right, Norell. Here's, here's your would you rather deck. Uh, you let me know when to stop. I'm moving right now. All right, stop. No, oh, she's on the other side. She's super quick with the stop. <laughs> this Is this would you rather? Because this is not a. No, this is what the heck. All right. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. I was going to say, this is not a would you rather question. Uh, Narelle, have you ever been arrested? And if so, for what? I have never been arrested. Um, Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> people, most people shouldn't be arrested. Yeah. I feel like I feel like Matt has something to say. Yeah, what do you have to say, Matthew? I said rookie. I said rookie. <laughs> What about you? Norway has definitely been arrested <laughs> yeah. at least twice. I have sent him to cat jail. And he look, he's looking away. He knows. He's like, he is, he is looking away. Up. What is what is Norway's most um most common crime? No furious crime. Yeah. Okay, his most common crime is definitely clawing my dresser. Yeah, straight up. It's a bad one. Clawing the dresser. Did you guys know? <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys know that cats 
comprehend and understand being naughty. And I don't mean being bad. I mean intentionally being devious. It is part of their adaptive trait as a species. Really? Yes. I would have guessed yes, but I didn't know. Yes. Yes. So here's what Norway does to avoid accountability. Uh, (laughs) I'll be like, I'll be like, dude. And he'll just be like, and then he'll run underneath our bed. <laughs> to avoid punishment. To avoid being sprayed with a little yeah. spritz. It's just water. Oh. It's annoying. It doesn't hurt him. It's just Right, it's, right. It's, no, it's just a spritz like, of water. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, Norway. And he's just like, I want to go back to cat jail. I already did my nickel. And <laughs> <laughs> or he'll flop on the floor and look really cute. He'll be like, I didn't do anything. No, yeah, like, so he basically both does like Ford, like white Ford Bronco chase, and <laughs> and I'm sorry, is there a problem, officer? Yeah, like to us, <laughs> like, and I'm like, oh, buddy, you're eight months old. Come on, grow up. Get Get a nice. He doesn't even pay rent. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You know what? They do that. They do that sometimes, and it's sometimes they're jerks, man. Yeah, they take advantage. Who cats? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. All pets. <laughs> yeah, I'm so thirsty right now. Okay, some of this. All right. Uh, so, so before we before we really like get to the end of this, we really want to ask. Yeah, we've taken up a lot of your time today, and Matt Matthew, is about to fall asleep. I've seen you. It. Yeah. You it's sir, not going to happen for me today, so this is fine. You're 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 in a lot of bands. You do a lot of things. I do do a lot. Uh, Norell. You do a lot of stuff as well. You, you're singer songwriter, all that kind of stuff. You're a cat mother. What do you guys do to get your mind? What's your bacon outside of music? Yeah, to get your mind off of all the things that is stud count and how do you shut it down? And how do you shut it down? Gigs and <laughs> you can go first. Okay, um, so I um, I'm actually an influencer on Instagram. Um, and so I do modeling and collabs and stuff like that. Um, I love doing fashion. I love doing hair dye, obviously hair color. Um, that's actually where the green came from. Uh, and makeup tutorials, stuff like that. That's how, that's my current job. It's awesome. It's, I love doing it. Um, I also nice. do like What is, what work. is your Instagram? Where can they find you on Instagram? It's at norell.k on Instagram. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah. Uh, and She's then, very famous and cool and oh, pretty. Thank you. Uh, um, I loved, and then I also do like makeup gigs. So if anybody lives in Tennessee and they need their makeup done for a wedding or prom or whatever, like I love doing that. Or if it's you live like, anywhere in the world and you're going to pay for to get her to come there. Yeah. I mean, if you make wanna, it happen. Yeah. If you can, if, if if they want to co- buy my flight, like, you can cover travel. Yeah. We'll, we'll go someplace for a makeup gig for sure. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what about what about you? Uh, so, Norelle is in one of the other bands with me. She's in the goth band with me. So when when I'm not doing music, here's the thing. That's what I do to chill out. But I do it in such a way that it seems like it's not going to be a thing to chill out anymore. I like it enough that that's worth it to me. Right. Uh, that's why I did it. I like that. I would love if someday music was paying bills. Like. That that's that's the goal, and I, I don't care if it's unpunk to say it. Nobody sells out. Uh, no, that's that's the goal for anybody that does it, man. And yeah, it, man. And There's nothing wrong with that. unpunk about playing punk rock for a living. Like exactly. Don't get it twisted. That's not that's insane. Like I'm not going to be some like cross punk living in a gutter for any amount of time. 
uh, I did that as a teenager. I, I would say for the rest of my life, but as soon as I hit like 20, I was too old for that. So the, for fun, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Like we, like I work a full-time job as a server in a pretty busy restaurant downtown. Uh, I exercise a lot. Yeah, we do that. We both do that. I do it six days a week. True. They're all somewhere between four or five. Uh, I love cooking for the homies. There we go. Life. Like I'm a big fan of cooking. I'd like to think I'm a pretty good cook. What's uh, your What's your go to What's your go to meal that you're so, gonna cook for everybody? There was a while there, and maybe someday when I'm a little older, maybe have some more money to pour into it. But I'd love to actually start a restaurant eventually. Um, nice. And, uh, but I love making Mexican food. Um, oh. Mexican and Asian are the things that I think I'm the best at. Nice. Uh, I think that I am the best taco maker that I know. He makes very good tacos. It's true. I, I so much so that the, I like actually like sell plates to the people I work with at a Mexican restaurant. So like the, that's fantastic. Uh, the my 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 main thing when I'm cooking for myself and people that aren't soft and can't handle spice is. With uh, I'll do smoked ghost pepper steak and pineapple tacos. Oh, which when you're when you I'm know how in, to cook, yeah, veganism is not that difficult. Uh, really, <laughs> the other thing that I think I'm very good at is elaborate ramen dishes. I, I, I will spend. I've been known to spend forty five minutes to an hour preparing ramen for maybe three or four friends. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah, nothing happens for me because you know that. But I like to do that stuff to unwind and stuff and such. Yeah, cooking is <laughs> cooking is like super cathartic for me as well. Like when I cook for my family and stuff like that, it's just like cool. I'm gonna pop a podcast on or just like a little bit of music, and I'm just gonna go and focus on the kitchen, cutting stuff. Like when people tell me, "Oh, I'll meal prep for you. Don't touch it." Please yes. don't touch it. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I like. Get, like I want to cut the onions. Oh yeah. Meal. Let me cut the onions. Where do you guys? You don't that? do it right. That's very zen. That's very zen for me too. Yeah. Where Where are you guys from? Like where you live at? We're in New York. We're in Long Island right now. Are you from Long Island? He I is. Am. I'm not. I'm from the Midwest. I moved out here. Where are you from? I'm from Indiana. Get more specific. Uh, okay. <laughs> I was born in Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. And then after moving plenty of places, I lived in West Lafayette, Indiana, Purdue University camp. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you just go to college there and stay? Uh, actually, I moved there in grade school. My family moved around a lot, and then I was there for a while. So I did go to some college there, too. Cool. I lived in Indianapolis for five years. Oh, shit. Nice. My brother lives there right now. Yeah. It's a, it was fine. Uh, it is fine. It, is very, it was a very fine city. Uh, it is totally okay. It's Where like on Long Island do you guys live now? You live in the same town? Uh, he is in Belmore, Long no, Island, Wanta. or Wanta Line. Yeah, and I am in. I am just outside of Amityville. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. I haven't been on Long Island in three years now. But nice. next Where, time you guys you go, here. where'd you go when you were here? One of my bands played at the Amityville Music Hall. AMH, AMH baby. Yeah. Yeah. I had uh, I had one of my band's record release shows there. Which band was I, that? I played at that. You, you played at that. <laughs> I yeah, played at that yeah. show. Did a very defiant thing, and I loved it. 
Uh, but yeah, uh, the band at that time was Last Turn Off Broadway. But we we didn't play with you guys. We we brought like home like close close friends, home homegrown yeah. kind of things for sure. But yeah, AMH AMH. Uh, I paid. I did pay fourteen dollars for a Jameson. Yes, that's too much. That's, yes, I, that's why I don't thank you. Yeah, alcohol, man. Like, <laughs> that's like, just dull. Like, like, yeah, my yeah. Uh, my guitar player doesn't drink, um, and it saves him a lot of money. And it's a really smart move. It's a really good move for him. It really is. I know that you guys don't know me that well yet, but I'm, I have a feeling we'll be old friends before no time. I, uh, but if I ever sound like I actually care about being straight edge, it it's not true. I'm I'm an <laughs> adult and I do not care. I am. No effort has gone into me being straight edge. I I have simply not done things. That is Which fair. Is why I always wear a swatch and. <laughs> Play in straight edge bands and, and have superpowers and have a straight edge tattoo and <laughs> nice uh, and also which is why I feel the need to talk about it in most interviews and conversations. Um, so that also makes that also makes a ton of sense. Yeah, I have uh, I've had my my guitar player who I've had for uh, God like ten years now something like that. Um, he is. Uh, uh, and and he has no problem with me saying it, and he and and he's totally fine with it. Uh, he's recovery, and he's in recovery, and he's uh, I think it's fourteen years clean now, which is amazing. He, wow, he, awesome! Um, yeah, I, I he gave me the honor of uh, presenting him as eleven year chip, and that was one of the coolest things that I've ever gotten to do. It was totally really awesome. Um, so it's it's cool because we're always uh, we're always places together, and we're always hanging out together and stuff. And it's he's always telling me like he's always looking at me like. Yeah, man. Like that's that costs a lot, doesn't it? I'm like, yeah, yeah, it really does. <laughs> Dude, it's I, really done. I. It's one of those weird things where, like, I've played in like mad bands, and like, I would. I'm usually in two at a time, and like, I was at one point in like a like a new age records straight edge band, and, okay. and people who do cocaine at the same time, and <laughs> at least at the time. I would go from one practice where like the 30, the pushing 40 year old guys and some of them in the band would be like, yo guys, isn't straight edge like so cool. And I'm like, uh. and then I, and then, and then I go over to the next practice and they just be like, yo, you want a bump coke? Ha <laughs> ha. Just kidding. Pussy. And I'd be like, and I'd be like, you know, honestly, I might. <laughs> so, no, I'm, I'm all about sobriety. I'm a big fan of recovery. I'm a big fan of people that are in it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's it's hundred percent, man. Hundred percent. He's one of the strongest people I know. Shout out to my boy Frank. Yeah, yeah. He's he's man. He's a poster child for for sobriety for me personally. He's, like, yeah, he's a champion know. for it. He he really is. He's helped a lot of people too, which is really cool. Yeah, super so, cool. I like that. I like anytime anytime you can send and like I you know like like you said like it's your own thing and that's cool and you're not like. You know, like, hey, you should do what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm, I'm never like that either, and I think that's kind of lame to ever be like that. But if you can be somebody that uh, gives somebody else kind of a, a reason to think a certain way, or a reason, or the to strength, kind of, or to. just to explore something, you know, or help somebody or in some way, any way, shape, or form, that's pretty awesome. That's yeah, pretty hats badass. off to you. Like, I'll say this: like, 
recreational, like they're always not straight edge. You'll have a, a drink mm-hmm. or, or perhaps two if they're properly spaced. Right. Like, but like, which was really fun because he's so straight edge that everyone thought I was. Yeah. Um, and then I drink a beer in front of them and I should have made the joke. Like I'm going to break edge right now. And just like, like down a PBR. <laughs> you can, you can <laughs> always I didn't, I didn't take it like seriously. Like the thought of that, like joke until like too, it was too late. So, what? Oh man! I, I was gonna say you can always freak everybody out. Just, oh, like, you gotta do it. You know, I think it's really funny. I don't know. Here's the here's the thing, and this is like sort of where it seems like we'll be headed as a band with Studcat. Is that like, unfortunately, rather than me being known as like so unbelievably straight edge that everyone around me must be, I'm now just like Pete Wentz in 2001, where it's like. Oh yeah, did you know that guy from that band that's not punk or hardcore is straight edge? <laughs> Isn't that a cool little tidbit of history? There's some guy right. from here is like, no, like, and then that's it. Like, that's the. So I think we might be too late. So I think Darrell pretending to break edge might have expired. It well, I tell you what, I tell you what, Matt. If uh, if you get to be the answer to a trivia question, you're doing something right. I, we haven't gotten there. So the, like, you're on your way, but you're we're on working way. on it. We're you're working on, your on way. it. Way working on it. Working on it. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. So, guys, uh, before we sign off here, uh, we do want to have you guys let everybody know where they can find you, your band, and all of the things stuck down. Thank you. <laughs> this thing up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we are. The only band called Stuck Count. Uh, so you just search us on any streaming platform, Apple Music, Spotify, whatever. Uh, you'll find it. Uh, the full length record is going to be out on Smart Punk in July. Uh, single starts streaming in May uh, with music videos and such as well. Yeah, we have two really awesome music videos coming out that we filmed yeah. in, in Nashville. We're stoked about it. Shout, shout out uh, Matt Bender and the team for getting those done. Yes. Shout out the city of Nashville for being super wild for four days. It was crazy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm a fan of Nashville. Yeah. I'm a fan of Nashville. Hot yeah, so far, Hot that was great. the coolest place I've been, uh, uh, at least in the southeast. Um, we will be touring to and from that fest in Dallas. So if you live anywhere between East Tennessee and Dallas-Fort Worth area, Texas <laughs> – uh, or like a hundred miles above or below, you'll probably have a show within an hour of you, uh, in May and early June. Um, I guess make the trip, go see it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So the, West, so what fest is going to be badass? Yeah. So definitely go see these guys, uh, on a barricaded stage or somewhere close, closer proximity. Yes, and uh, keep your eyes peeled, I guess, for the new Drill Sergeant 7-inch. What bands are playing. Nice. If anyone here listens to Real Hardcore TM. Uh, <laughs> and the new Academy Order LP, if you like wearing mesh shirts and eyeliner. And, uh, nice. Yes, that's what we're up to. That's yep. where you can find us. Nice. And if you like all those things, check them all out. But check out... Stud count, check out the talking to you video. It's gonna be right. That's one of the videos coming out, I'm guessing, because that's the single that's out now. No, actually, no, it's not. With, with with so the I'll just you know what? Why don't I just tell you, you guys got something to look forward to? 
through my window is the next uh, music video. That's the nice. next single slash video coming out. After that, where there's a video for a song called "Give Me Time," and then there's going to be a couple. There's one more single, and then boom, whole records out. Awesome, beautiful thing. Yes, check it out. Check out Stud Count. Share them with your friends. Share them with people you don't like. Share them with people you do like. And while you're doing all that, test taker Matt. What is the one most important question you need to ask yourself and everybody around you? Uh, do you know our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? <laughs> Close, but even more important than that. Clearly. I don't think it's a more important question, brother. Clearly, <laughs> clearly the more important question than that. Way to steal our thunder, Matt. Brother, the Old Testament's been out for like 8,000 years. I didn't steal anything from you. Uh, grabbing the oldies. All right, grabbing the oldies, boomer. Whatever. Cover band. That's fair. Uh, yes. <laughs> boomer slash influencer band. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, the question to ask yourself every day is what's that thing that makes your life better? What's that thing that makes everything more enjoyable? What's that thing that makes everything hard that you're doing a little less hard? What's your bacon? <laughs> yes! I got I it. No, 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 there. no. You said, no, I totally clo closed off. I was off. already mid now when you closed off. No. Yeah, I got it. It's okay. I, I can, got I it. Can you edit that. You try and edit that I can out. Edit, I will. <laughs> you try and edit that I out. I fucking will. <laughs> you're going to look at it. You're going to try and edit that out. And you're going to be like, nah, I'm going to leave that in. That's what you're going to do. That's what he's going to do. And we're back. And we're back. Yeah. So you know that uh, I love Uber confidence. I do too. Matthew was fantastic to talk to. Yeah, Narelle he was, was a lot also of fun. fantastic to talk yeah. to. Um, and we're teasing the Uber confidence now because you clearly, after seeing the interview, you know that uh, he was having some fun. Yeah, which I'm glad. And I'm glad. Uh, you know what? So like in a lot a lot of our episodes, I will prep for our episodes by other podcasts they've been on. Yes. And they've never been on another podcast. No. <laughs> I also do the same thing. And um, they should be. They and, should. And, and maybe, maybe Matt should have his own. Yeah. Yeah. Because he, he's, he is the smartest man in the world. He's a witty dude. He's witty? Witty. And uh, yeah. Yeah, all those things. So check out Stug Count. They're a lot of fun. They're a really cool band. Um Honestly, if you like Jackknife Stiletto, you should you should like these guys. Yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, that's a good. If you don't like Jackknife Stiletto, you can go fuck yourself. Right. But also, you're, you're kind of a dick. But Why also, would you not like somebody. You uh, you should check these guys out too. Yeah. And then also go fuck yourself. Right. Also, yeah. um, I fuck myself at least twice a day. Oh, if I could. I wouldn't leave the house. Yeah. So brought to you by Manscape. Brought to you by Manscape. Fucking yourself. Brought yeah. to you by Manscape. They probably they're probably not gonna like that. Yeah, we can ha! get that. Whatever. Uh, you can find me, Jimmy G's shoes. Who said that, by the way? So get mad at me, Manscaped. Mm -hmm. Not Mike. Uh, Jimmy G's shoes on the socials. You can find me there. You can find my band, Craving Strange, at cravingstrange.net, which has links to all of our socials. And you can also check out our single, I Run Away, which is out now. Hi. Run away! Yeah, that's how it goes. Check it out. 
let me know what you think. Use the uh, hashtag. Uh, what's your bacon? Let mm-hmm. me know. Let me know if that song is your bacon. Let me know if the band is your bacon. Uh, let me know if bacon is my passion is your bacon because you can find that music as well as Craven Strange's music streaming on all streaming platforms where you can also find our podcast. Where can Indeed. they find you, sir? Me personally. Me. You can find me at me my own self Mike on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, but also you could check my band out. My band is called Something Heavy. We've got a new single coming out. Very, 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 very soon. Yeah. I promise. And uh, you could check all our music out on all streaming platforms. And you can check out something heavy music on all of the social media platforms, including Twitter, Spotify, and Facebook. That's where it's limited to, actually. Yeah, that's right. But, but you, you know what's find, not limited? I was going to say, you can find Bacon is My Podcast. Bacon is My Podcast is not limited to just... Instagram, Twitter, Twitter, and Facebook. No, we are on more things. Those we are things, on more things, but we're also more. More things, including only TikTok. Yeah. We might be doing Discord. At, by now? I hope so. Yeah. I don't know what it means, but you know what? At Bacon's My Pod, you can find us there. Look at Discord. If you, Maybe we're there. If you don't find us there, let's make a community. If you don't find us there, hit us up. Well, we're there. Say, There's just nothing there yet. But we're there. You can find we're us. We're there. We're just not doing anything. Oh, okay. So the, I stand corrected. I said that. I said but that. also, yeah. big, super, duper, <laughs> special thank you to our Patreons yeah. over at patreon.com slash bacon is my podcast. You can where find they us can there. Get awesome. Uh, early access to shows you get free commercial free shows and not that we show a lot of stuff we show right. a lot of stuff um it's just a few things it's that just help a few us. things that help us out um clean but your balls. yeah clean your balls and you get additional shows you get all sorts of fun stuff and cook with us you can cook with us you can get watch us eat horrible stuff you can get like really cool unreleased demo stuff from some of my bands some of, some band. of his bands uh just like you know, like uh, I've got all the will will it sound good acoustic uh, heavies, yeah, up there. I'll put the will it sound good acoustics up there too. You should. I I've will. been telling you to send me so I can master them for months. Yeah, I'll do so that. we should do that. And uh, while we do that, you go ahead and sign up. Yeah, definitely sign up. Uh, it helps us keep the lights on. It helps us keep this going. Uh, if you don't want to sign up to the Patreon, that's totally fine too. Uh, if you're interested in any of our sponsors. Please go through our links. You can find it at baconismypodcast.com, where you can also support us by grabbing a T-shirt or something from our uh, swag list. Bacon is my fashion. we got some cool stuff on there. So check that out. It's just a way for you to have something cool and see something cool and help us keep the lights on here in... Uh, I was told I can't call it the danger room. The garage of greatness. But I'm going to call it the danger the room danger because room. I don't give a fuck about what Danger zone. Danger Zone! So, thank you also to anybody that listens to the show. You guys are the shit. Thank you so much. Keep those five-star reviews coming. Stay in the conversation with hashtag What's Your Bacon and hashtag Bacon Is My Pod. Let us know what you want to see. Let us know who you want to see. Let us know what you want us to talk about. I think you covered it all. Except one so thing. So until then. Except one thing. I no, didn't no, cover one, one no, thing. No, no. 
the most. It important. is very important. Yeah, very important. What is it that makes your day better? What is it that makes your life better? What is it that makes the shitty things less shitty? What is it that makes the fun things more fun? What is it that makes the tasty things more tasty? What's your word, bacon? What's your bacon? <laughs>